reviewing, viewing, and previewing sports, entertainment, and events, Dirty Dina Studio presents Sea Space City, starring Alan, Ricky, and Brian. Welcome to the Sea Space City podcast. It is I, the Podfather Brian, and I am in the Dirty Dina Studio with Alan and via satellite with Ricky. This is our second episode for the week. Yesterday we talked about the Astros. We talked about Zatch Smack again. We talked about some pumpkin beers. We're still working on said pumpkin beers. <laughs> and um, for continuity reasons, this is a day old beer. I mean, let's be real. We already opened the door and explained what we were doing. So, <laughs> as they heard the beer crack, right? <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta let like beer sit there on the table a little bit, and then you have get, it get like, nice you know, and warm and flat. Yeah, let it ferment. Yeah. You know, for like twenty five, I mean, twenty four. You've done that. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, if I was going to uh, go Italian soccer player and bet, I think <laughs> that we're going to have a good second episode here. Um, Alan, we're going to start with you. How's it going, bud? A-E-Dub. 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 So even though it's still Tuesday, but you know it's Thursday when you're listening to this. So I had a good trip yesterday out, hopefully to Rosenberg, <laughs> to visit the new... Uh, I had a good trip, event hopefully, center, yesterday. <laughs> the new event center down there in Rosenberg, because they moved the event the from uh, they moved the event from the U of H uh, Fertitta Center down to the Rosenberg. Really? There's a new, yeah, there's a new uh, epicenter or something like that called okay. down there. So hopefully it's a good event. It's going to be uh, outdoors. No, it's indoors. It's indoors. I, I saw pictures. It's fine. Uh, they actually yeah. just hosted it's boxing fine. this last weekend, so. Uh, it's a pretty good event. Uh, pretty good uh, venue, I, I hope. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Around Ricky, how are you doing? It's uh, probably smaller. It, no, I think this venue is officially bigger <coughs> than the Fortuna Center. I love that you're coughing right there, and then you have to use like a beer as though it was a water. To get, <laughs> this is to, some water. To, to wet your throat. <laughs> 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 oh, listen, you commit, you commit, you commit. <laughs> so Brian's beers, catch Brian, Brian's beers on a dirty Dina. That's right. Advertisement right there. <laughs> Commitment. To, I'm living the gimmick. It's coming Ric Flair. Woo. <laughs> this bud's for you. <laughs> All right, go, Alan. Uh, so this is gonna be this event's gonna be in Rosenberg. It's a little bit farther than Sugarland, so it is gonna be a pretty good trek out there. Um, I kind Richmond. of, I kind of forgot to take my brother to the uh, EDW event that we went last time to over in Kima. So you know, <laughs> it was his birthday it. weekend. Yeah. That, that time, so, you know, whoops, uh, totally forgot. <laughs> so, you know, got to make it up. We're going to go to A-Dub. Uh, so, hold on, know, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How did you forget? Uh, did would he Was he just out of sight, out of mind? He just hung out in the closet for a while? Especially because you had yeah. other family members with. <laughs> well, I, I didn't remember if he said he wanted to go just because it oh, was okay. on a Wednesday. So, sometimes okay. he's a little busy on Wednesdays, so. He just okay. I think he just decided he had a new favorite sibling. Ah, it's fine. <laughs> we got a Kane versus Undertaker situation going on here now. <laughs> so poor I, Alan, we're just starting shit between him no, and his siblings on the pod. Hey, if I if I would <laughs> yeah, if I wouldn't want to take him, I wouldn't have taken him, you know? But it it'll hey, be Kane fine. and Taker Kane and Taker won the tag team belts after after they fought each other, so hey. This is the world of professional yeah. wrestling. Oh. Yeah, I guess you just get to choke slam your brother and then go out there and choke slam other people. <laughs> so, uh, what's the card looking like? They're gonna have a battle royale for the dynamite diamond ring to see who's gonna be the the challengers for it. 
Um, so that should be a little bit interesting just because MJF is a four time winner back to back to back to back. That's why now he is the AEW world champion because he just is that damn good. But that's the sort of um, goofy part about that ring is that they treat it as though it is sort of a uh, once a year championship, but like it's basically just MJF. Like MJF just right. just, it, just won it and defended every single. <laughs> year. So it seems like uh, it seems like they might be heading on over to uh, maybe having Juice Robinson maybe have a big big factor in that matchup or something. Yeah. Yeah, he he's pointing to be the winner and then to challenge MJF uh, storyline wise. There was a big um, Juice Robinson does a big gimmick where he punches people in the mouth with quarters, and MJF is a uh, Jewish. MJF has talked about him being bullied uh, when he was younger by people throwing quarters at him. So this com- combined with the uh, whole situation with the. Uh, in Israel with uh, the Palestine and all that stuff that's going on, you know, over all over of that down there. Stuff, yes. it, it all happened that same week. So that's stuff- wait. Is Vince McMahon now booking AEW? Hey, you know what? <laughs> if if Ari Emanuel says, you know what, Vince hit the books. We don't need you no more. Vince is like, hey, Tony, I got a story for you, bud. Listen, Look at this. We're gonna play up these tensions with the Muslims. Why don't you tell your buddy? To say that he's gonna hit MJF with a roll of quarters right in the so, mouth. So, so I think I, I do want to give them a break on that because I think it was sort of coincidental because Juice Robinson is a bully. He bullies everybody. You don't have to be any sort of faith, any sort of type to oh, just no. be bullied and by those dudes. I think it was I was sort totally of remembering. Yeah, I was totally remembering how last year at Forbidden Door we we gave Juice Robinson his props. We're like, you know what, this guy this guy has something. You know, he was the fourth man added to that to that uh, Fatal Four Way match. I mean, if your name's Juice, you better be a bully. Otherwise, you're gonna get bullied. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I mean, I say juice. that, but the most famous Juice was OJ Simpson, and well, he was decapitating his girlfriend. So, oh my god, you know. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, wink, wink. Allegedly, allegedly my ass. Yes. Do I? Do you always see this thing about OJ when he's like, uh, he hates being in LA because he's afraid that he might bump into like the person who killed Nicole. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have heard that. Hey, that's that's keeping kayfabe alive, brother. You know, you, you gotta you gotta keep working the gimmick. You know. After all those years, they're like, man, that guy still just working that, is that story, perfect. huh? Oh, oh, that's perfect, Alan. Oh, my God. You win You win the week, bro. That's perfect. Oh. <laughs> OJ Simpson is the Ric Flair of double murder. Oh, I, I think at this point, he's the Hulk Hogan, really. <laughs> he's just out here. Hold like on a second, up. brother. They paid to strong. <laughs> that's great. Just living the gimmick. <laughs> hey, I took on I took on Brock Lesnar when he was fresh out of UFC. You know, I'm like, oh, hold on, what? Oh, chill out, Hulk. What? You didn't know such thing, bro. <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> so, so hopefully it's a fun night. Um, it's gonna be a Latin filled uh, night. Penta Cero Miedo is gonna be taking on Jay White. Yeah, so we'll see if MJF takes back the title from Jay White. Contenders match up, and now when Jay White's uh, taking on MJF for the belt, so Jay White's going to try and get a big time victory in that matchup, build up steam to take on and MJF. Then, and then Kyle <laughs> Fletcher versus Kenny Omega. Kyle Fletcher has been putting some pretty uh, interesting uh, single bouts together, and Kenny Omega has been on a big L streak thanks to Don Callis. So hopefully. Uh, that hopefully this young guy doesn't join the Don Callis family, but I I see the writing on the wall. I feel like there's going to be a screwdriver somewhere tomorrow, yesterday <laughs> night. Last night, you feel like there was a screwdriver there somewhere. Yeah, somebody got <laughs> stuck with a screwdriver. Hopefully, not me. We'll have to we'll have to revisit this in a week. <laughs> see how many of I should. I really should have uh, clips of of your predictions for the night queued up for next week so we can just play them and be like the lie detector says that was a lie no. <laughs> i haven't done many predictions straight up maury a, <laughs> those aren't even predictions but they're spoilers alan <laughs> in the case 
of little Sammy Guevara showing up or not. <laughs> it turns out you are not the father. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. That boom. made no damn sense. It was the bam, worst bam, joke bam. I've little done, Sammy but Guevara. you know what? You know what? In the case I of Tony Khan, in the case of Tony Khan losing an obvious <laughs> ratings battle and losing his goddamn mind on Twitter, <laughs> on Twitter the following day, <laughs> having a meltdown for like three or four days, bro. You're a billionaire. Get off of there. What are you doing? <laughs> now is Tony a billionaire in his own right, or is he just a billionaire because Dad's a billionaire? He is a billionaire well, because dad's a billionaire, but he may also be a billionaire, quote unquote, in his own right. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. This sounds complicated. <laughs> he may have gotten his own. He may have um, done enough things in business to earn a billion dollars. But, uh, you know, his he has a father who is a billionaire as well. So He started you know. with half a billion from daddy. Yes, a small <laughs> loan, a small million dollar loan <laughs> from, from his father. <laughs> so the the biggest you also thing have is like the a... sad con name. So let me say it like that. So, but uh, but Tony has put in work. So let's yeah. let's do say that he has put in work. So <laughs> and he is he is bringing in a a big uh, name from Mexico for this event. Uh, one former the original Sin Cara. Uh, oh, is Mexico. that what he's calling his cocaine now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can't great, feel his face, the, so it's Sin Cara. He changed the Sin Cara for the Mystico. He wants that mystic powder, that white, pure cocaine. <laughs> so it's actually pretty funny because... Uh, uh, I know it's pretty funny. I thought it was a good no, no, uh What's his name? Dave LaGreca says that uh, Tony Khan pays him within cocaine and hookers. Uh, that's what everybody on Twitter keeps telling him. So he 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 runs that joke on on the on air. It's just like you know, yeah. <laughs> everybody always accuses Tony Khan of yeah being on coke. He has a real jittery uh, smile about him, but you know, <laughs> I, I blame the Starbucks. You know, you know how these young guys Starbucks. are. They. They they keep their Starbucks uh, cups uh, next to their hand all the time, you know. It's just real jittery. <laughs> They're really tiny cups. <laughs> just have just have packets of sugar from Starbucks. <laughs> and that matchup right there, Mystico and uh, uh, Rocky Romero, is actually a pretty uh, heated rivalry in uh, CML- CMLL. Like I don't watch CMLL, but uh, yeah, the backstory to it is uh, pretty. Like a pretty pretty strong robbery going on there in um, CMLL, and they just have it sort so it of actually, on a random episode of Dynamite. But it's really cool yeah. that they get exposed to a, a big audience uh, for that. It says this is for the Mexico pound for what, pound crown. Wait, how are so, they going to get exposed to a big audience? Well, it's only like they're on Dynamite. Seven hundred thousand people. No, see, you know? yeah, come on, Brian. Eight hundred k, eight hundred k, maybe maybe nine hundred k. That's a decent audience for TV nowadays in the streaming age, bro. That's that's not a bad audience. That's you know. Oh. <laughs> Plus, compared to like how many people know about this robbery, actually, you know, it's 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 quite the come up for the that robbery. So. <laughs> Yeah, look, the last time I saw Mystico <laughs> and like when he was Mystico was probably like 2006 whenever, you know, traveling down to Mexico watching Lucha Libre on Saturday mornings or something like that down in Mexico. Daddy. So This you know. is Toro. <laughs> Toro. Okay. Wrong guy. <laughs> With his Astros bandana. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, hopefully Wednesday night was a good for us. Um, you know, big trip out to Rosenberg for the boys, uh, seeing some Space City out there. That is, oh yeah. So, so with that, we'll move. We'll move to UFC. Alan, go ahead and take it away. You guys know how I feel about UFC. <laughs> so, so actually, before these uh, this news broke about USADA with the UFC, uh, some bigger news happened uh, with the pay per view following uh, this weekend. Uh, there was two drops. Uh, one, uh, Charles Oliveira 
ended up getting his face cut up pretty bad, so he had to pull out of his fights. Nasty, and then nasty Diego cut. Costa. What what was Diego Costa's injury? Or Thiago? Uh, Paulo Costa. Um, Paulo. So Whatever. he recently had surgery, and he mm. wasn't he wasn't going to be well. He wasn't he wasn't going to be well in enough. Fully time. recovered. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so Charles Oliveira, so, Charles Oliveira was supposed to take on uh, Islam Makachev for the light lightweight championship. Uh, Charles ends up getting his face cut. Dana White comes out about this, super pissed off. Because it happens in the gym, and then they got their own doctors to look at it. UFC is like, hey, if we would have got our doctors to look at it, we could have closed it up properly. Debatable whether that could have happened, but that's what Dana was Dana was kind of he, – he mentioned that. He mentioned something about that, but they got their people to try and work on it. Um, so Charles Alvarez is not going to be able to be in the fight. And so they're running the rematch with uh, featherweight champion uh, Alexander Volkanovski. Volkanovski taking on uh, Islam Makachev. These two fought each other. Um, fairly close fight, though. Um, I think I had Islam in the fight. Um, I thought Islam won the fight, but it was really close. Uh, Volkanovski is a little bit um, smaller. Then he fights at a smaller weight class, but you know, it, even body type, they're um, especially because Islam's such a grappler. Um, Volkanovski is a little bit, he his body type is a little bit smaller, so that was a huge factor in the first fight. Um, though Volkanovski's got the heart of a fucking lion, <laughs> like everybody not named Islam, like he has not lost in like he has he hasn't lost in a few years now. He's one of the best pound for pound fighters in the UFC. And he's going to give it one more go, I guess, to take on yeah. uh, Islam Makachev uh, this weekend. Should be a barn burner of a fight. Cannot wait for it. Yeah, and the thing about most of those Islam fights, like you said, like uh, he dominates them. And this one, yeah. Volkanovski was not dominated. It was actually pretty good no. back and forth. So it was a toss-up. Yeah. But like you said, you know, the judges gave it a, to Islam. So hopefully... Volk has a game plan and makes it a little entertaining. He's going into enemy territory, quote unquote. So it'll be yeah. a, it'll be an intense set intense setup. Uh, that and the coming event with Usman stepping in for Costa. Um, yeah, man. so Paulo Costa, like I said, he had a surgery. He wasn't going to be able to come back. And uh, Kamaru Usman is stepping in, and I'm um, way more interested in this fight actually because. Uh, like Hamzad Shemaev, like he is a real up and coming um, fighter in the uh, middleweight division. So mm-hmm. he kind of, yeah. So like he moved up because he was having uh, trouble sort of <laughs> making weight. So he moved up in a weight class <laughs> so that he could take on uh, Kamaru Usman. Kamaru Usman, uh, former 170 pound champion, long time champion, uh, ends up losing it to Leon Edwards um, on that. Uh, <clears throat> head kick or whatever that happened back in the day really yeah. good fight he ends up losing so uh this is a real exciting fight for like mma hardcores because we want to see if hamza like he's he's finally taken on a guy who's like a former champion like so this is going to be like a real 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 challenge not that gilbert burns wasn't a challenge because it definitely was but like he's taking on like a former champion so yeah much more excited with the uh new fight but yeah, it should be a monster. But um, Kamara was the champion at 170. These two are squaring off at 185 because it was on two weeks' notice. So uh, yeah, he's fighting. They're fight. They're both uh, debuting at middleweight. But the winner of this, um, the winner of this matchup is going to get a championship shot. So should be pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting how uh, this plays out. But man, with uh. The other big announcement coming down from UFC is that apparently they will not be renewing their association with one USADA. USADA. Uh, main, yeah, USADA. They they ended up making a statement about the Conor McGregor jumping back into the pool. Um, yeah, so, mainly- so hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so, so a lot of people probably don't know, but USADA is like the – the uh, sort of doping agency that the U.S. Literally the ant- U.S. anti-doping yeah, the agency. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, like a, a lot of people aren't going to look that up, so I just want to <laughs> throw some context. No, yeah. yeah. So the, the USADA is a doping agency, and, and they track uh, not only Olympic athletes, but also boxing and MMA. Mm-hmm. Um, so UFC started, uh, I think, their contract back in 2012. 
that was going to be like a 10, 11 year deal up for renewal. And they just never got into an agreement with USADA. And uh, some of the big complaints are uh, the time of day when you test some of the athletes. Uh, some of them are get tested at like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. when they're sleeping. Yeah. They're, they're a REM cycle and all that. So. Uh, They'll hit them with like point, random drug tests and stuff like that. Many of them, yeah, you could play and about that. Those so, can be some people get more random drug tested than others. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> those can be quite inconvenient because they come into you while you're like just training at the gym, and then you have to stop your training and then go do this whole thing. And yeah, <laughs> and then uh, this, I think this is exasperated also because of the the Joe, not the Joe Rogan podcast has any faults. But fighters usually go on there and they're like, man, the way the USA, the USADA, USADA is actually like treating us for some of these drug tests, like don't like it. So, you know, that might strain some of the relationship as well. Um, so uh, Conor McGregor announced that he's coming back to MMA, hasn't signed the fight with Michael Chandler because of the testing. But uh, big, uh, big things happened after he announced that he's coming back. Because uh, USADA pretty much said that they aren't continuing their partnership with the UFC after the new year. Because it had to be six months of testing before you come back into the pool. pool. And then six months or like three months of like positive or like uh, negative tests, right? Positive is bad. Negative test is good. A negative test of doping. So they're they're jumping some of the hoops. And I think they're probably going to wait till after the new year to have that Chandler... McGregor fight, it would probably be a good New Year's fight, you know, but UFC, yeah, McGregor is one of their bigger stars, so this they're, uh, the way that USADA does testing kind of put them behind the eight ball with one to try to get uh, Conor McGregor back out there, like Alan says six months, you have to be, you have to test, like, Conor McGregor because he went to go fight Floyd Mayweather and he hasn't been in the USADA testing pool, he'd have to jump back in there for six months. Like well, Alex said, Also, Conor months. McGregor isn't in the yeah. pool right now because he broke yeah. his foot last time against uh, Poirier. God, Dustin Poirier, yeah. yeah. Against Dustin Poirier, he broke his shin. So that – He just hasn't you know, fought you have to take ster- Yeah. Yeah, you have to take yeah. steroids to rebuild your bones. So, of course, I'm not saying he's not taking other steroids because boy looks mega well, jacked and square, square build so. like uh, mega chin from <laughs> Fairy Odd Parents or whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are different steroids. He, he, you take certain steroids to rebuild your bones, but the steroids that they get you to, yeah, those are different steroids. So, yeah. Hey, you know, Doc just makes a little bit of this story with that story. Steroid times steroid. That's steroid squared, right? Come on, let's go. Put it in me. <laughs> Squaring up the steroids. But UFC is signing with somebody else. They've already found another, um, some other group oh. to, uh, to do their testing. Yeah. So they- oh man, here, here I thought we had some hope of going back to the juice days. You know the oh, ultra jacked. You know, let's get Brock Lesnar up in there. Let's get Brock, Bob, yeah. Bob Sapp. Fully, let's get- <laughs> fully juiced up Brock Lesnar, like roided up over between- <laughs> between the between the concussions and the uh, and the juice, like just one day they're gonna find sable in pieces on the farm. Conor McGregor can just do coke on the way to the on the way to the on cage. The way to the ring. <laughs> Trainer jump. pulls out a little spoon. He's doing a bump. <laughs> just taking care of business right there. Matt Riddle could come back. Yes. <laughs> Smoking a joint on the way to the ring. Let's go, bros. Him and yeah, him and Sean O'Malley just just lived the gimmick on the way to the. <laughs> oh my god, that's so, wild. So thankfully, they like Ricky said they they do have a, far, a partner in mind, so that that'll keep that from actually happening. So it'll be a little regulated, hopefully. Hopefully, people aren't complaining about their testing and all that stuff. So they I, probably will. They're gonna well, still, yeah, you're still gonna get tons of complaints. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe these motherfuckers came to me at nine p.m., bro? <sighs> I mean, that said, I get it. Yeah, yeah. 
I get it. I mean, if you want, to, but if you want to keep it, if you want to keep it like a proper testing, you have it does kind of have to be random. It does have to be inconvenient sometimes because you know we can't call you and be like, hey, we're just we're gonna hit you up in like two weeks, and yeah, <laughs> then people can like cycle in and out, you know. Yeah. All right. So, um, to move from the world of juice. To a world where nobody is ever juiced, just ask them. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not true. That's not true at all. Um, But moving into the NFL, in the week that was and the week that will be, um, the way we're going to set up the episodes this week, this will be the first time our our Thursday night picks are out before Thursday or before the game. (laughs) <laughs> what an I must always, say, what a what a friggin' insane week of football this was, dude! Right. Jesus Christ! So uh, we're gonna we we picked the first two games of the week, and that was Broncos versus Swifties on Thursday night, and we all went went Swifties, Woo! and we were right. We were all we dancing were in front of the cinema, you know, rotating around in a circle like the cults that we are, just singing <laughs> along, baby. Ninety million, <laughs> by the way, ninety million made in movie theaters. Ninety million. Whew. I'm su- I'm super surprised she didn't break the one hundred million mark with that uh, with Taylor Swift's concert. Is movie. that domestic Very or worldwide? I think that's domestic. Because so she probably hit a hundred million yeah. worldwide. Oh, I've been seeing a lot worldwide. of videos yeah. from Mexico and all the, these other uh, cinema places where people are dancing in front of the movie theater. So this uh, is one where they encourage out there, guys. Yeah, this is one where they've encouraged people to show up to the movie theater and dance. But uh, like the old joke goes, whenever whenever I did it at Oppenheimer, it was a big fucking deal. Like we had to make a whole situation about it, but you know, whatever. <laughs> the old joke about a three-month-old movie. Because <laughs> I because I heard some other people say the joke. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I'm here dancing to the countdown of the bomb, and everybody is like, "Hey, that's wrong, right?" But no, other people. Look do what it you made me. us do. Look oh, what you made there it is. Do. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> the usher's like, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Hey! <laughs> and and you're like, why are you going to be so mean? <laughs> so this is actually quite shocking. 92 million domestic, uh, 123 worldwide. I figured it would have been a little bit go. more than that. Yeah, yeah I figured it would have been more might've than been, that. Might have been limited release worldwide. I don't know. Yeah, for the cult of Taylor. I figured it would have been insane. It would have been like yeah. a 100 man. Yeah. So, I mean, that said, back to back to the game. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> but isn't Taylor Swift uh, more, much more important uh, than the game? I mean, she appeared on the screen many, many times. Way more times. Her, yeah. <laughs> her and Mama Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> I do love but, uh, that uh, Lance Bass was at uh, one of the games this week. <laughs> And he was at the Monday Night Football game, I think it was. And then he had a sign that said, I'm not Taylor Swift. <laughs> so, yeah, the Chiefs won that 19-8. to I mean, god damn it, the Broncos bad. Bro, the Chiefs as well. Like, what's going on with the Chiefs' yeah, the, offense? Like, that was how a many, funky game on both How many sides. picks did Mahomes throw? Jeez, he was multiple. Bro, like, like, it was tough. Like I'm, I'm sure we're just judging him by this high level because of the Bronco or the because of the, no the Broncos suck ass. We're not judging. We're judging them by the level of, in the toilet teams, uh, right. but the Chiefs. We're judging the Chiefs by just the highest level by like a sort of Bulls level maybe at this point. Like right. so, like but but like 19 to eight, man. Like they just could not get it going offensively. It's anemic. Like, yeah, this this like, Air, did, did Andy Reid hire Matt Canada? Yeah, no, actually, oh, actually, I'm glad that you bring that up. They do have Matt Nagy for some oh. weird-ass reason from the Chicago Bears. Well, they but you have to up. remember, you have to remember, when, before he was a terrible head coach at the Bears, yeah. he was a great offensive coordinator with the Chiefs. Like, he was just coming back to his old job. I'm saying maybe he lost it. 
I'm saying maybe it ain't there no more, bro. <laughs> that time just, in Chicago, just like he lost it, and I'm just, just saying, Eric Bieniemy needs to just stand up and be like, "See, I was with with when I was there with Mahomes, we were killing it. Now they can barely win games, 19 points, barely winning games. They they need Taylor Swift's help to be relevant." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bieniemy's Commanders, while they they also won, they only put up 24. So, hey, but from know. Sam Howell, uh, from Sam Howell, like a fifth round pick. So, that's true. Yeah, I mean, this isn't Patrick Mahomes who has been compared to like Tom Brady and like you know the Peyton Mannings of the world, right? Uh, so the um, was this the final London game? I think. Yeah, so this I think was the, the next final London game. Is going to be yes. officially in uh, Germany. In Germany. So yeah, Oktoberfest in full swing. Let's clink the beers, boys. Clink. <laughs> so. Ravens versus Titans, and my uh, the Ravens pulled this out twenty four sixteen. There was a Derrick Henry, uh, yeah, go ahead. just going off a little bit. It just wasn't quite enough. It was enough to get me a W in fantasy <laughs> in one league. I'm zero and five in the other league. Oh, I had a bad fantasy week, man. I don't even want to. I'm not even going to mention fantasy this week. I'm just. Undefeated <laughs> seems so far away. Yeah. Poor Al. <laughs> I lost my league and now it's here to stay. <laughs> I believe in it yesterday. So uh, if you were Suddenly. if you were working your bingo card from the last episode. <laughs> And you know we didn't get Alan to sing in the last one, but it's sitting, I had to get the third beer in me. It's you know? the same recording session, so you can still count it. You can still definitely know why you're beer, bored. Though. It's an extra beer. It's an extra yeah, beer. It's an extra though. beer. This was a double beer, so this is literally beer number four. Kind of double beer. To <laughs> it's a big size. beer. This well, is, that's this a, big is a tall can. Yeah, that's that a is a pounder. That's it's, big it's, not a going, right it's not there. a going to the stadium big boy can, you know, but it's a No, you know, it's not the Minute Maid Crawford box cans. <laughs> Get to the second half of the beer and it's already warm. <laughs> so, um, you boys got that pick right with the Ravens. I, you know, I just struggle to pick the Ravens because fuck the Ravens. Um, Steelers fan, but, I get it, I get it, yeah, I get it. Lamar yeah. Jackson came through. Lamar, Lamar is actually playing pretty great this year. He's he's playing a whole lot better from the pocket. The Ravens just aren't calling as many like designed runs for him, but uh, he's yeah. becoming he's becoming a, so much better of a pocket passer. He doesn't have like any receivers up over there, man. He finally gets like OBJ, mm-hmm. and then like OBJ gets. Well, the desiccated husk of OBJ, but still, (laughs) so like, but uh, OBJ still ends up getting him injured. Like he's got nobody up over there, man. Sometimes you pick OBJ, sometimes you pick up Jadavian Clowney, and you put them on the same team. You know, it is what it is. You got to pick up somebody and make them fill in a spot. Yeah, <laughs> got to sell tickets somehow, right? Put in a name somewhere. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> so our our next one up that we picked was Saints versus Texans. The Saints came marching in. Let's go! And the Texans sent them marching back on out with an L. Yeah, uh, like I said, baby. Woo! So, Ricky, this was your missed pick. This was my miss. I cannot believe this after the miss. couple of weeks before that. I, I, I trusted CJ. They're making so much better progression. Still look good in this game too. I look, yeah, I'm loving hey, what I'm seeing. From you know CJ, what? Man. CJ threw a touch uh, touchdown. CJ threw his first interception. You know, you got to get that chip off your shoulder. You know, got to get that you out. Can't the be way. perfect okay. all the time. So you know, get okay. it out the Set way. A new record though. Get it out the yeah. way, and what happens during that play? Your your offensive line actually recovers that interception. So you know what? No harm, no foul. You know. Yeah. Yes. Boy, yes. I take did notice that. He, it's a learning experience. It's not an L. God bless him. You know, he's Bro, like I did notice I the that interception, like but we got it back. It's all good. He, he's got so much good karma around that team. He's got so much good luck around that team that even right. when he throws his first interception and it comes right back the to the defensive table. back fumbles it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. It was so cool. 
<laughs> oh, I do want to mention the uh, real quick the Dolphins and the Panthers game. Like uh, Bryce right. Young, Bryce Young was looking halfway decent for a little while there. It was like fourteen <laughs> zero, and then the Dolphins just fucking took the governor off. It was like, hey, wait a minute, we're the Dolphins. We have to right. kill <laughs> and just That's murder crazy. them. Yeah, and that's this, crazy because, like you said, they they gave up a fourteen point lead, came yeah. back, and then they still sat to Spotted a lower at points. the end to be like, "All right, you know, we're only supposed to win a spread by fourteen, so we already got twenty one. Here yeah. you go." I did want to mention right. that we did mention on the podcast about that that being an insane spread, but yeah, they covered right. it more and more. <laughs> was that the was that the game with that 14 point spread? I couldn't yeah. remember. Yep. I thought it was the was Bills it? game that was the 14 point spread. No, 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 it was. No, no, no. no. Yes it was. No, it yes, was the it Dolphins. Was. It was the it was the Dolphins and the Panthers cuz the Dolphins No, are, it was Bills the over the Giants. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> you have to roll back to the tape. In No, I think it was time the for me to put in a clip from last week. No, I'm sure it was Giants Bills. Keep in mind, I listen. I've listened to the show three times. Oh no, oh, I don't think I would have thought that about Giants Bills. I don't know if I would have thought. Well, I, didn't I definitely thought about it. You didn't make the spread, but I thought about it, and I started some of my Bills players, and that was some bad decisions. So, you know. Well, we'll talk about that once we get to it. Yeah, we'll get to that one. So, um, yeah, Dolphins won big. You know, they definitely covered whatever the spread was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, they that's did. like that's like some college shit right there. Yeah, bro. Um, uh, Commanders took down the Falcons. Jaguars Desmond put up thirty-seven against the Colts. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter finally lost his first home game. This was oh like, yeah, oh, it was college, college and pros. By the way, college and pros. Okay, yeah. I don't know about I don't know about high school, but it was definitely was college it back and pros. to like midget league. <laughs> it was that like had been 30, wild though. No, it was like thirty six and zero or something like that. It was in the thirties, yeah. I believe. College and pro, pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe high school too. Yeah. Um. So there was uh, there's two games that we didn't pick that I want to mention. Yeah. Um. In the uh, we had two undefeated teams going into the weekend. Yes, Mer- definitely. Mercury Morris was a little bit on pins and needles. He had that champagne ready, but he wasn't sure he was going to get to pop it. <laughs> well, the the Browns quarterbacked by one P.J. Walker, baby. Yeah. Joe Roughnecks took down the Mighty Niners. And, I mean, I don't know what happened there, like, Niners, if you're going to play shitty enough to lose to the Browns, so why couldn't you have done that week one? Here's here's what happened in that game. It was a combination of elements. It was a rainy game, so it had to be run heavy. And then Christian McCaffrey actually went out to end the sec- the first half. So it, it really took down the offensive weapons that San Francisco had. Ayuk had like four dropped passes, five dropped passes that, you know, obviously yeah. – as a fantasy owner of IU, sucked. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is oh. what it is. So we'll just prepare for next week and deal with it <laughs> then. But, no, it was – honestly, it was a very interesting game. Uh, the ending, San Francisco had the setup to kick the game-winning field goal. Um, and the kicker just missed wide right. It was honestly a 20-yard kick. It wasn't that hard. I had mean, a shot. Of course – yeah, they, he had yeah. an easy shot. I'd say it's an easy shot for him. They were at Cleveland. There's a little bit of wind coming off the lake there. <sighs> yeah, it did go a little bit far right because of the wind. So, man, it was crazy. It was crazy. That so was an the other game. undefeated. That was an insane game. And we also have to mention that uh, once again, Deshaun Watson was uh, cleared. He was medically cleared by the team staff uh, before that game. So the team would have. Play. Yeah, two play, and then he decided he's, he made an executive decision. He made the money decision. He made the bag decision and decided not to play. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is pretty you wild. You have to wonder. Go ahead. You have to wonder when he managed to get all his money guaranteed. Yeah. If he didn't have this plan in mind. 
yeah, to sit out. That a even games. if he had a sore pinky toe, yeah, he would be. Nope, I'm not playing. Man, yeah. I mean, it just sucks because like. Obviously, he's a garbage human being now. <laughs> like now that you know what what he what he does, you know. But it's just like you kind of hope that the PJ Walker Deshaun Watson experience could have lived here for a little bit, just by how twenty twenty went with the Roughnecks. Uh, luckily, we get to see that now in the Browns, and CJ Stroud is actually like a decent human being, and you know, is a much better quarterback than Deshaun is looking at right now. So you know. At least it, it just, co- hasn't come out that CJ yeah, Stroud yeah, hasn't come out. There, like, yes, nothing, nothing has come out quite yet. You know, these guys, you know, they <laughs> use Jesus as a shield, you know. You got that one guy, Jack Easterby, whatever. That Deshaun over there. There's on the bingo card the Jack Easterby mentioned. Oh, no. Let's not get back on Jack Easterby. Also, with the 49ers, they were without Big Trent Williams, who was injured. Like, offensive linemen, like guys. Well, he got hurt during the game. Yeah. Because he also, they they had a little scuffle pregame. Yeah. And they they were showing it on TV, and they were like, yep, and you know there's a scuffle. You know who's coming, and here comes Trent Williams. Yeah, so the Niners actually suffered three big injuries to their offense with Trent Williams, uh, McCaffrey, and then Debo Samuels actually went out. Yeah, I Debo think, like during the first yeah. drive. So, yeah, big really big L's. So. Well, and that there, there you go. There's our explanation. Yeah, that's why they lost. Also, <laughs> also the the Browns just have a really good defense headed by like Miles Garrett, who is a monster himself. We also just have to mention very quickly, like go back to the Broncos and Chiefs game. I know you guys saw this right before the game, how Jerry Judy, the Broncos uh, wide receiver, was called out by uh, Steve Smith, former uh, Carolina Panther, great wide receiver, Uh just called him like a jag, who's just like, he's just a guy. (laughs) And then he was like, he was like, he'll end up getting like three catches for 40 yards tonight or something with, you know, he's not going to tear it up or anything like that. And Steve Smith just criticizing him before the game. Uh, Jerry Judy goes next to Steve Smith and he says, basically, Big Sean, I don't fuck with you. And then he got, and then Steve Smith jumps back on NFL Network and says, look, I said what I said and I stand on it. And that's how it goes. He said, and he said, he said, you need to be able to take constructive criticism. It was, it was a pretty, yeah. it was a pretty fun and interesting. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. interesting because, like you said, Steve Smith came out and said some things about uh, Judy. And then during the game, like pregame, uh, Smith wanted to talk to Judy to be like, hey, you know, if any, you mm-hmm. took anything the wrong way. You know, I didn't mean it like that. I just I, he wanted to explain how how he what he meant. Yeah. And Judy was like, no, nah, I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. Ninja <laughs> said Steve Smith. Yeah. And then uh, the, other, the other commentator was like, ninja, question mark, question mark. And it's like. Look, man, if you're not urban enough to know what that means, then, you know, don't ask him what ninja means. You know what it means, you know, but uh, Steve Smith was like, all right. I mean, if you're not going to let me like at least apologize to you man to man, like because I'm he's and that's the thing. He's come. He's he's looking at him face to face and he's apologizing for. Why is you he know? apologizing though? Oh, he's not well, apologizing. If, his, he's not if his whole thing was what? Oh, he's just a guy. He's only going to apologize. He was apologizing for if you took the comments the wrong way. That's First not off, what I meant. If you took it the wrong way, yeah. that is That's a non-apology an apology. apology. Yeah, that weird. is a I'm sorry you were offended by what I said. That is not an apology. <laughs> well, but I mean, that also, is a Smith I is... regret getting getting called out. No, 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 that no. Is not an apology. So I think what Steve Smith wanted to say is like I I think you're a great human being. I think but you're your a production good human is, being, but your production but, has but been. As you know, a, I have but to as say, as a football when your player, is. yes, as a football player, like I'm an analyst, so I have to judge people, yeah. and I just don't think that you're a great. He should just stand human. by what he said, and he doesn't have to worry about the rest yeah. of it. Which is, all he yeah. said was which is why he doubled guy. down and he said it again. He's like, let me repeat what I said. You know, this yeah. guy, it's just average, and the Broncos are gonna are gonna regret taking a first round pick for him that he didn't even have to have the 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 whole interaction with him yeah just put what you're saying out there no man to man i understand one to like kind of brush that I mean, aside you're you doing know. your job if he was better at his job then you wouldn't have to say that at your job 
In theory, yeah. But 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 I can understand Jerry Judy being a like as a player though, you have to internalize that. Like Michael Jordan oh, yeah. always internalize that kind of stuff. Like he takes I'm not disagreeing. You know, thing that anyone he would make would do. shit up in his own yeah, head. Exactly. He yes. didn't have to actually insult him. Yeah. He just had to look at him, and he'd be like, "That motherfucker like, over what'd there." What'd you say about my mom? You s- what'd you say exactly. about my mom? <laughs> <laughs> just breathing the same air as Michael Jordan was enough to piss him off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> to to short tempered people. With uh, being pissed off with bad attitudes, um, this this is two teams with fan bases that are all full of that. The Eagles <laughs> and the Jets, and the Eagles, the final undefeated team, goes down to the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. What a fun weekend in that manner because unpredictability, right? bro. You love the unpredictability of this stuff. Jets also have a great defense. Robert Sala, after this, came on and said, hey, we played a bunch of really good quarterbacks, and we've embarrassed them all. So, bro, <laughs> they ETS. Maybe if there is actually some kind of hope because, like, look, the Jets have only beaten teams in which they, like, really, really turn teams over. You know, they. I think they've had right. to get like three turnovers in every single game that they won. So the defense really has to help out that offense. But um, you know, maybe if Aaron Rodgers can rush back, if he can recuperate by the end of the year, maybe playoffs from playoffs? a ruptured from a ruptured <laughs> Achilles. Man, they better just develop this. He's shit up and walking. He's up and walking. He's trying to. He's trying to move around. Maybe by the end of the year, if they get to the playoffs, you just never know. Maybe there's a shot there. Maybe. I mean, listen, if if Aaron Rodgers comes back from a ruptured Achilles by the playoffs, he yeah. needs to be tested for PEDs. <laughs> hey, look, the man I'm was I'm not walking. even joking. The like, man was walking, so. Kobe was know. out for a year with that shit. <laughs> yeah, but that a was like back year. in 2010, you know, whatever. That was, you know, medical advancements and. Oh, yeah, whatnot. the steroids have gotten better. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I also want to say about this game, the Eagles were without some really key players in this game. Like they were without DeAndre Carter, big time defensive player. They they had a massive offensive lineman out. Yeah, it was just it, yeah, man, just not great for them. <laughs> it was a tough game hey. for them. And then uh, Jalen Jalen Hurts threw some wild interceptions. Some of his interceptions were like very uncharacteristic, uh, very uncharacteristic. But yeah. Jets, JTS, decent, decent defense, man. <laughs> so, then we go to the Giants versus the Bills, and uh, this is the one that had the fourteen point spread. This was not. And I don't. I don't think it was this game. I'm fairly certain. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm telling you, but that fourteen yeah. point spread was very wrong. It's very wrong. Because the Bills only scored 14. Only scored. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people were mentioning the the jet lag uh, coming back from the London trip um, on the Bills. I don't know how much can be blamed on that, but, you know. Well, considering the Jags beat the Colts 37-20, to I'm not blaming the jet lag. But the Jags are, I think the Jags are much more, the Jags have done this trip much more. Like they, they're much more suited to this. Plus trip. the Jags are playing in the morning. So I mean, you're playing at 12, 12 plus six at 6 PM. That's, that's still a pretty good time. If you're playing at 8 PM or 9 PM Eastern time, whatever, you know, plus six hours, that's, that's like a 3 AM that your body is like still not used to technically. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, you know, just giving Ricky the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. here, you know, explaining time zone differences. And I mean, they stuff. they still won, and we we still won with them, as we all picked the Bills. Yeah. Well, but it wasn't enough to cover the fourteen points. No, it definitely so. didn't. They didn't cover even. So, the last game, the Monday nighter, them boys. Wow, what a game this was! <laughs> taking on them bolts. And uh, <laughs> the Chargers, you know, it, the, the Chargers chargered. They uh, they lost twenty to seventeen to the Cowboys at home. Well, it was probably more like a Cowboys home game. I didn't get to 
watch because you know we were busy. It was, and that's and the sick like, part for the Chargers because they never get the home field advantage. They don't no. get the home field advantage against anyone, dude. That's that could be like a no. three point swing or so. That can. Like, so when the crowd gets really loud, that causes your offense to have to use timeouts that they don't right. want to have to use in games. And then just, like, the momentum and, like, some players just don't play well in hostile environments. Some players, though, some players will thrive in it, though. So right. there is a home field advantage, and the Chargers just do not get that. And also coming out of this <laughs> game, there's a lot of, like, Dak, um, Dak levied criticism against, like, Justin Herbert. Dak ends up coming coming out and having a really pretty pretty decent game. And um, Justin Herbert ends up losing at the end, even though it's only a three-point swing. So let's not go crazy in like, yeah. our criticism and our compliments. But like a lot of people are blaming Justin Herbert now for not getting it done, uh, a, sort of a streak from the Chargers, being in these really close games and not being able to wrap it up. So, yeah, my quarterback, my fantasy quarterback, Herbie. Let's go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, two of us picked them boys. Yes, I. One of us did not. Allen picked the Chargers on this one. I pre- I gave so, I gave the Cowboys it, enough enough credit the, to where like a beat down by the 49ers the week before would be enough for them to be like, hey, we got to bounce back and win something. <laughs> <laughs> so they got so, it done. <laughs> very, for, very for the week, we we had we we had each had um, two games with like different picks and somebody else. We each got a different game wrong, <laughs> which is but, so awesome. Which is so great, but, guys. That's, that that won't happen again throughout the entire year. <laughs> we only got one game wrong a piece. Yep. We we all three went four and one, <laughs> which makes for the season. Ricky stays in the lead. Hey, man. I stay tied with him. We are both at eighteen and fifteen. <laughs> and Alan, while in second slash third place, is a game over five hundred at seventeen Ooh. and sixteen. Very nice. We're all over. Look at us go. Let's go. Look at us. Let's go. Now, (laughs) we have a real light week this week because the Cowboys and the Texans are both on by. So, we're going to start with the Thursday nighter. Jaguars at the Saints. And, Ricky, I'm going to let you lead off this one. (laughs) Thanks for letting me go uh, first on this uh, funky, 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 very funky game. Uh, Derek Carr is out there playing, so he's eh. – what does that mean? I guess, I mean, the Jaguars have looked good, actually, the past couple of weeks with the victory over the Bills, even though it was in London. And then uh, uh, not just a victory over the Colts, but a very solid a whooping. Kind of a beat down <laughs> the Colts. They covered the 14-point spread on yes, the Colts. They did. And so, uh, short week. I don't know. I kind of want to pick the Jaguars. I just don't think that the Saints have got it going. Like, I just they look kind of funky. Um, Derek Carr I was hoping that he would have like a sort of Ryan Tannehill effect when Tannehill went from the Dolphins to the Titans. But uh, it's right. not going on. Maybe Derek Carr just isn't a good, good NFL quarterback. But uh, I guess I'll go Jaguars. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to go Jags, too. You're going to go Jags as yeah. well? I, too, am going Jaguars. So, once again, on the Thursday nighter, we all go the oh same no. way. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Congratulations, Saints. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, boy. Next game we have... Is Steelers at Rams? Oh, oh I thought that said Ravens. Huh. Um, Al, you want to start this one? Yeah, I'll go Rams. Can't bet against Nakua and Cup. <sighs> this is so tough because I don't think the Rams are that good. 
Well, they I also just okay. lost They're the definitely... back too. So yeah, but like I, I just don't trust my Steelers. But this is exactly the type of game they would come out and win. Like I don't think it is though. That not I a feel division. like the offense that the Raven that the Rams would produce is better than the ones the Ravens would produce. Yes, yes, I agree. I think Sean McVay has a better playbook than yeah. Did Matt Canada? Yeah, no shit. I think the local local peewee ball coach has a better playbook. I also trust Stafford. Stafford. Stafford's a solid team. I love the Rams. People know that the Rams are also. I don't know if people know this, but they they I do love them alongside the Cowboys. But you uh, stated it on the pod, so you're I have, but I don't know if it's 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 to the point to where people would give a shit to where it would be like knowledge, <laughs> where it would be knowledge retention. That's what I'm saying. So, but uh, so I think you're going Rams. I love, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams. Um, I love the Rams. Uh, I don't trust them to be like a really really good team in the NFC. I worry about them when they come to the playoffs, but that I definitely trust them enough to beat the Steelers. So yeah, right. I hate to say it, I agree with that assessment. I um. So our Sunday nighter, Dolphins and at Chiefs. Eagles. That's going to be a fun game as well. I want to call that one out. <laughs> that could be a fun game, or it could be terrible. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> it could be a fifty to forty-eight, or it could be a ten-seven. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it would be 12 11 because the Chargers have to lose in the most heartbreaking way possible. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I could I could see the Chargers maybe pulling out a shocker in that game. Maybe. I'm not saying that I'm calling it. It is a division be, game. But yeah, it's a division game. The Chargers lost a, t- a tough one this past week. Chiefs have been having some offensive woes. I could see the Chargers coming out uh, motivated. If it wasn't an Arrowhead, I would say, yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, but, if, if we were picking, I'd pick the Chiefs just with the three-point swing. Right. But, yeah, I could see the Chargers pulling that one out, though. Yeah. So, the Sunday Nighter, Dolphins at Eagles. Speaking of a fun game, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Bro, I am so excited. I, uh, <laughs> man, this is tough. This is so tough. But I'm going fins up. I am going Dolphins. Whoa, okay. Okay. I think Man. the E-L-G- E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles will be L-O-S-E-R-S losers in this one. Second Ooh. week in a row, too. That's a big one. Yep. It's a high-powered offense versus a Are a they playing in Philly? Defense. Yeah. Playing in Philly. Yep. Ah. Uh... Man, I'll go. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> uh, I'll go bad. Dolphins. Yeah, going Fins. Yeah, I know Ricky's gonna go Eagles. Ricky, I'm definitely going Eagles. This is high-powered offense versus a great, great, great uh, Georgia Bulldog defense in the Eagles. <laughs> the uh, Eagles. Um... This isn't the SEC championship, though, Ricky. It's <laughs> NFL. <laughs> the Eagles are motivated. I, I have this thing where really good teams don't typically lose two weeks in a row. Uh, I the, agree with you. The Eagles the but, Eagles lost last week. They're going to be motivated. They're going to come out and beat the Dolphins. Uh, I just don't know if they can keep up in the inevitable track meet because I don't yes. think that any defense has an answer for Tyreek Hill. I think I – think, so, so – I think they're going to be – I think you're going to get that track meet more often than not. But there's going to be some weeks where they just – some for whatever reason, somebody's been able to figure out uh, Mike McCarthy or Mike uh, whatever the hell's name is, uh, system. <laughs> I, I do it. It's just we're late now, and I'm like, all right, Mike, Mike mm-hmm. McDaniels. Mike McDaniels system, and That's they're going to figure out Tyreek. Tyreek's going to start cramping up. and I think the Eagles are going to come through. Good teams, good teams don't often lose twice in a row. So, right. And then our final game, the Monday Nighter, Niners at Vikings. I'll pick first on this one. Yeah, I can pick first either way. <laughs> Based on your theory, Ricky, and 
The fact that it's Kirk Cousins under Kirk the bright Cousins lights. Kirk Cousins in prime time. <laughs> this, is, this is Niners all the way. Even though I want to give Kirk Cousins some love because, like, he, he looks – He's he's been reshaping his image into a much like he still loses primetime games and stuff like right. that. He'll lose those close games. But people like him more because he's opening up and showing a bit more of his personality with the chains on the jet and all that and from the Netflix show. So I, I I'm a big fan of Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk Cousins, but I, I yeah, no, they're not gonna beat the they're not gonna beat the Niners. Niners are just a better team. It's not even the good teams don't lose back to back. It's just the Niners are just better than the Vikings. Yeah. And then it's like you said, Kirk Cousins and Prime Time and yeah. Right. Alan, are you gonna join the bandwagon on the Niners here? Yeah, I mean it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to go Vikings just by the way their season's going and JJ being out. But Niners also have some injuries, so ah, this is a tough one. Dude. Christian McCaffrey's oblique. What's it looking like? I don't know. It's Tuesday uh, night. <laughs> I have I have so many days from here to then. I have a yeah, whole other week. <laughs> uh, I'll go. I'll go Vikings just to be oh, contrary. Shit. I'm going to take a bullet for the team. (laughs) And Allen falls below 500. (laughs) (laughs) So, but here's the thing. Like, I mean, Allen could get a game back. Could get a game back on that. We'll see. Mm. So... Mm gonna be interesting fellas that is that is our picks for the week that is our uh nfl and ufc and anti-doping and such episode (laughs) for the week um if you missed it our first episode this week was out on wednesday it was about the astros and some italian soccer talk and uh some other other lightweight shenanigans so (laughs) Random goofiness. Check that out. As huge. Um, as huge. Do us do us a real solid, guys, and uh hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast, wherever you get us. And um share it with some friends, you know. We 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 appreciate all of our listeners. We'd like to appreciate more of you. <laughs> so with that, catch us on social media on Facebook at Space City Recreation and Entertainment. On Instagram at Space City SRE. And on X at Space City RE. You can also catch us on the Dirty Dina Studios Facebook group. And you can catch me on Instagram at Brian's Beer Show. Like I said last episode, the pumpkin episode has been filmed. Some fun shenanigans. Check out the Instagram page for that and our little field Check trip out that to the studio. Astros. The great studio work Dude, that I did. Oh, that was fuck. that was some quality set decoration on my part. I will toot my horn because it looked awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to shout out uh, DJU Entertainment as they did uh, lend me the lights and the fogger. Uh, great and stuff. Also, yeah. keep Ricky and I gainfully employed. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It's busy season, baby. Yes, sir. You might randomly catch us at some wedding or corporate event right. or some nonsense. <laughs> You're around the Houston and area. <laughs> you can catch me on X at this underscore those. Um, just want to give a real quick Elliot update because I have yeah. it in a couple episodes. Um, it's kind of the same as all the updates. He's just slowly but surely making progress. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, you know, every time I see him, he's doing a little bit better. You know, I don't get to see him as much as I'd like because. Like Ricky said, it's that busy season. <laughs> the schedule, the schedule filled up real quick. <laughs> also sitting in the sitting in the in the good seats for the Astros playoff games, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shout out Julia for procuring those and being my co-host on Brian's Beers. Thank you, little buddy. If you watch the Brian's Beers, you'll completely get the reference. <laughs> and um catch Ricky outside if you can 
I don't know. Catch me out there this weekend. You might catch me in some random wedding. Wes Anderson has some great, like, uh, short stories on uh, Netflix, like four great short stories on Netflix. Very cool shit. I'm so I'm so disappointed, guys, we didn't get into the uh, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears abortion talk. About they were in the Mickey Mouse club. What is this, 1997? <laughs> no. What the fuck? We're a little bit late for those news, Ricky. <laughs> also if you're looking for a diversion baby ask your boy george santos senator george santos he's embroiled in a scandal and then he just has like a baby with him and he's like yo why are you asking me questions while i have a baby whose baby is that george i don't know no one knows whose baby it is is he adopting a baby what's going on with george santos <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how you solve that mystery? You've got to investigate, and to investigate, you've got to get out there and see Space City. See Space City!